I can't sing for shit, but that kid's a little piece of shit, but I want to kick him in the face. Hello, it's episode, I'm not even going to count the episode at the moment, I may edit this in just because One um, double hockey sticks, I have not posted episode 175 and 176 yet because this week was a real pain in the ass Is and my so apple bite week. even up yet? Uh, we got to talk about that, but I also just <gasps> had no time to do anything this past week, so I, it, no, nothing is up Nothing is up. Let's air that dirty laundry right now. What's wrong Nothing with my Apple bite? Nothing is up. No, it's it's not dirty laundry. Um, uh, I just have to discuss what my backlog is looking like and like some other things. But um, I will get this all up as soon as possible. We have a long weekend uh, here in the states. If you are listening from uh, Australia or Great Britain, I do believe we have a listener from each of those areas. We have Memorial Day here, and we have Monday off. And so, with any luck. This will go up by Tuesday. 175, 176 will be up by Tuesday. Some trilobites and apolobites will be up by Tuesday. Oh, so, oh, uh, that's with any luck. And I'm not a very lucky person, so we'll see. Good luck. But if for some reason 176 actually goes up ahead of time before this one does, um, with enough time for you to have listened to it before seeing this episode pop up in the RSS, which I doubt, they'll probably all go up at the same time. You will have noticed that Pete was gone last week because he was at a weeding, but he's back. <laughs> a weeding. How was the weeding? Hi, I'm back. Wow, it doesn't seem like you came back yet. Did all you the way. say how was the weeding? Yes. I because I was yelling, I'm back. Yes. Um, it was fun. Got drunk, did some dancing. Uh, had a good time. Did you do some slash dancing? Yeah, or was it like, was sort it like, of, yeah. tempered and fit for public consumption? Oh, my dancing's never fit for public consumption. Okay, good because <laughs> it's no. not fit for my own consumption. But I was drunk, so it didn't matter. Indubitably, it was good. Good weedings are always good or not, depending. I don't know if you treat it like wedding crashers, they can be good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a weird. Uh, it's a weird non-morning. It's it's twelve forty-eight p.m. Uh, it's a whole litany of bullshit that uh, that I had to go through, and then there's me and Al got like an ounce of sleep because uh, Al, why don't you tell people what we did yesterday? Sure. Um, well, my wife graduated from college. Uh, she had her ceremony on Thursday. We had a little get together <clears throat> to kind of congratulations to her. Yeah. And um, so we. Had some drinks and we had some eats and we watched the Celtics like own the Magic and um I, I do not believe in Vince Carter. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we saw some little fragments of uh, movies such as The Hangover and uh, well, no, you guys weren't watching role models when I was watching role models, but I was watching role models and um, I saw role models. Yeah, role models pretty good. When was role models on? Was it before we came? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We I turned on the game like before you guys came on, but it came on, came over. Um, we played some taboo, which was pretty fun because um, Austin and Maurice were like killing people in that game. Uh, <laughs> and then when the ladies left, and it was just me, Mo, uh, my bass player Nilo, and Austin, we broke out <clears throat> some Street Fighter Two HD Remix. 
Super Street Fighter 2 HD Remix. And we were playing that for a while. And then I just, like, went in the closet, because somebody sent Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and I pulled out the Dreamcast. We played some Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and that was fun, even though Maurice was, like, kicking our asses left and right. And then we played Choo Choo Rocket. <clears throat> where Austin was hating on me. I was hating on you the entire session. And I had to work around them. And it, <laughs> it worked only like once out of four times. But it's like, if anybody doesn't know how to choo rocket goes, you basically have to play. Hey, Maurice, Maurice won two or three games because of my hate on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't work just once. Well, I'm it, no, I'm saying I beat you once. Oh, 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 oh okay, yeah. I, I gave up. Uh, let me just tell you my mentality there, because the first game you won like nine zillion mice to two, and then oh, the yeah. second game you that won like eight. That was only like because eight. I didn't tell you guys how to play. Uh, I don't think I don't think it would have helped. <laughs> yeah, and then the you first won game like, was always like. And, and I hardest. had played I had played before anyways. Mm-hmm. I'm just not very good at it. But and then and then the next game you won like eight million mice to two, and like we were all somewhat drunk, but you were the drunkest. Just by oh, your mannerisms, yeah. and I'm like, this, this, this aggression will not stand. If anybody can name that movie, uh, I'll give you a cookie. Uh, and I was like, fuck this. And so I just started placing uh, uh, rep- repellent arrows around his rocket the entire night, and just spamming his rocket until Neko Fever came on. And then I was putting like attractive arrows to his rocket and spamming there. And he, I could see his cursor kind of hovering over his rocket being like, man, I want to just sit here and spam it back, but like, I, I want to fuck other people up. So I don't know what to do. And so by the end of it, he had like 14 mice of the first time I was starting to hate on him. Actually, no, the first time I was hating on you, you still won. And that increased my level of intensity. Mm-hmm. And then and the next time... like, I don't care if I win. Yeah, I did not care if I, I won. I don't care if I and get I think... any mice at all. And, and so honestly, was... like even even as I was concentrating on hating on you, I actually almost won one of the rounds, uh, completely by accident. Shit, that means I wasn't paying attention to you enough. No, you were you were paying attention to to other people. Yeah, because I was trying to <clears throat> knock down the winner so that at least I could win by attrition. Because there was um th- there was some there was a point in the third game that we played where uh my mouse count went up to like 145 and everyone else was like at like 100 or 99 and then you were down at like 15 because I was like being an asshole to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, okay, and I think Maurice fever. just pulled ahead. Yeah. Fucking. Nickel fever. Uh, classic. Like if only I had like the, well, I was going to say if only I had the five player adapter and four controllers for Super Nintendo. Just like, I have Bomberman, Super Bomberman, which uh, I would have like done even worse at that. Game. There is no higher. I mean, technically, Bomberman, any of the older ones, like for Turbo Graphics, the ones that are actually five players are actually really good. Right. But like, there's nothing like the classic Super Bomberman for Super Nintendo. And the the, the sheer joy and fun out of hating people, and all you do is just like put bombs right in front of like the person that you hate, and you're like, come on, and they die, and you don't care if you win or not. I um, I'm try- uh, Giant Bomb is not working for me, but I'm trying to look up, um. Choo Choo Rocket because I know that there was a Game Boy Advance version that came out. Yep. And I, for the life of me, can't figure out how any human being could learn how to play that like properly because I'm sure that like L and R are up and down <clears throat> somehow, Probably. but it mm-hmm. just it just seems like it wouldn't work. And like unless you are you know freaking like a, a pro gamer, <laughs> you know what? Let's see. Choo Choo Rocket. Giant Bomb's not working, so I'll go on YouTube. Uh, Game Boy Advance. 
The first I was episode. looking at the uh, the fact for it on uh, Game Packs. For the Game Boy Advance one? is uh uh no. Oh, I think it's only puzzle mode. Uh, oh. I don't know. Hold on. No, it's multiplayer. There are three control See- schemes for placing arrow panels. One is to place an arrow, press the A or B button, then keep tapping the A or B buttons while the cursor is pointed to rotate it clockwise. Uh, oh my god. For the A button sequence, it goes, oh, clock, clockwise or counterclockwise. It goes upright, down, Oh my left, god, that's so, that down, sounds, left, that right. sounds painful. Oh yeah, no, it's both clockwise. So basically, like, if you press A, it starts at up, and then it goes clockwise. Right. And if you press oh B, it starts god, at painful. down, and it goes clockwise. But then there's also the A button and control pad scheme, where you place an arrow and hold the A button, and then press the direction on the pad that you want it to face. Or professional mode, which is L is left, R is right, A is up, and B is down. That still sounds painful. Yeah, and the guy Ugh. says, in my opinion, professional is the best and most efficient for the multiplayer battle. And As it should stage be. stage challenge modes. And A plus control pad is best for puzzle mode. Oh, goodness. Yeah, not playing that. <laughs> well, the original one pisses me off anyway, so I don't play any choo-choo. Um, not because it's a bad game, just because I get confused by it easily, and so I get pissed off at it. Anyway, Patter, what have you been playing in this... Uh, uh, what did you play at the weeding while you were trying to stop falling asleep while the priest was doing his sermon? Um, there was no priest. It wasn't, like... It wasn't a highly religious wedding. Oh, okay. Um, Non-denomination manual? I guess, yeah. Just just a joining of peoples. Oh, um, and property. And, da- and, and monies. Dowry, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um... I didn't really. Did I play anything else out there? I don't think I did. But I, I, I played Red Dead Redemption. Oh yeah! Yay! Did you did you check it out? Did you purchase yeah. it? What? I, I borrowed it out. Um. Uh. We're probably gonna purchase it. Uh. Desiree loves the game, and she's been playing it more than I have. And um. So she's all like, "I'll pay for it." And I was like, "Okay, if you want to buy it, I don't care." Um. Personally, I think the game is all right. It had, definitely has a lot of flaws. Um. And I don't know how long I'll enjoy it for. It, it's it's a lot more akin to Grand Theft Auto than I originally thought it would be. Um, did you, did I mean, you ever I play Red Dead Revolver? Auto in the Western cowboy desert thing, right. but what were you going to say? Uh, I'm sorry. I was, I was asking, did you ever play the original uh, Red Dead Revolver? No, I did not. Mm. I, I, was that... played it. I was yeah that's why I was wondering like how if if the game was an extension of Red Dead Revolver or if it was like let's take the same universe and turn it into a totally different game so I, I don't I'm trying to look up how the original game played while you're talking and I can't get giant bomb to work so <laughs> well this works exactly like Grand Theft Auto you go to different I mean you got your mini map with people's you know first initial on the map and you go to them for your main missions and then you have a bunch of side shit you can do um this all just happens to take place in Western civilization times stuff. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> On the playground is where I spent most of my revolvers. I forgot the words. Sorry. So anyway, the game looks really, really good. Uh, although I liked the, I liked visually uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 better because, um, I don't know, I just like the city environment better than, than, uh, the than West. Western stuff. Um, but uh, I don't know. It looks good. It's Got, uh, you know, wide open vistas and stuff and looks gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the flaws in the game, uh, first of all, I noticed, because of how open it is, I noticed the texture, like... Pop in. Yeah, kind of pop in and, like, um, you know, like, as you get closer, the texture shift. Like, 
they you know they completely changed to a closer texture. So I'm you can sorry. See it better. In my in my sleep deprived state, I thought you were going to say the texture shit when you approach them, and I'm like, those must be some scared ass textures. They're shitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're shitting all over the place. Um, I mean, <laughs> they shit sun. It it just might be because I've played so many video games and you know stuff like that that I know because obviously I don't think yeah. Desiree does and she just thinks it is absolutely beautiful. Like every time like the sun raises in the distance or she comes across like a very scenic view, she's like, "Oh, pretty." Meanwhile, I'm like, "Yeah." As soon as you get closer, that, that texture is gonna shift. Pop pop. Uh, so that that kind of irks me, but I mean, and I I felt like that didn't really happen as much with GTA Four from my memory because like it seems like that'd be true just because of like it being a city and there being lots of things right up and close in front of you, it's not possible for it to like really, unless you're like looking down a long stretch of road, uh, you know, most of the time your, your view of distance is obstructed. So it probably didn't happen as much in that. Um, and, uh, what other, there's like the horse riding mechanics. I don't really like, um, it's very difficult to control. Get rockstar games have always had problems with control just because there's so much stuff they want you to do. And there's not very in, and there's no real intuitive button layout they could actually use to accommodate this. Um, like for instance, with the horse, you uh, okay when you get on the horse, uh, you hit Y like any kind of GTA game to get on your you know quote unquote vehicle, and then for the horse, instead of like just uh having a simple like button to go and then a button to stop, like as in a car, you have to like tap A repeatedly to spur the horse. Um, hold A to maintain speed. Uh, if you're riding near somebody, you can hold the, uh, you can hold A to, like, match their speed. Um, but then if you want to slow the horse down, you gotta, like, hit right bumper. Um, but, like, it's just a matter of, uh, if you're doing, like, all that sounds fine and good, but then if you're doing other things, like you're trying to, like, shoot something from horseback, you might let go of A, and then your horse slows down. Uh, if you're trying to match speed with somebody else, you might get, um... You, yeah, and you're trying to, like, if you're, like, with a posse and you get distracted, you might veer off from the posse and not realize it. Uh, and then you're, like, because, like, if you're riding in a posse and you're matching their speed, you tend to just automatically go with them. But then if you get off track just a little bit, you completely disembark from them and just go off on your own direction. So, like, there's things like that. And it's easy to get distracted while you're on horseback because you have other shit to do. Like, you might be trying to hunt coyotes or you might be fighting with an entire another posse. And it just, it's a confusing mishmash of like fucked up controls like no at no point during a tense situation did i ever feel like i had a handle on things i'm always like oh fuck and just like fumbling with the controls Um, having not played much of grand theft auto force i'd interrupt but i was just curious about this is that a similar issue with the grand theft auto games because i i didn't feel like it was because Mm -hmm. but i don't do much in grand theft auto games i don't do much other than drive when i'm in a car yeah i don't really do drive by shootings i tend to get out and like grand theft auto is much more methodical of a game so like you can kind of like take you can pace yourself you know set yourself up for things i mean sometimes there's gunfights where it is does get kind of hectic uh and those i can remember i do remember can be kind of like confusing and stuff but i mean in in red dead redemption it's like every combat situation is just like it's pretty annoying and difficult Mm. um like it's pretty much a coin flip when you walk into combat if you're going to effectively pull off what you want to do um you know not accidentally shoot a a civilian or something like that and like i'm playing the game where i want to be you can kind of choose you know to be like on the side of law and you know like good or you can choose to be a criminal or a bandit um and you earn honor or dishonor points based on this 
Uh, so I'm trying to, you know, be lawful and there'll be times. And also that's another thing with the, with characters in this game. I mean, in, as far as, as again, as far as I can remember in GTA, you could tell when you're like who, who you want to shoot. Uh, usually they would differentiate like, you know, bad guys or gangsters. And then obviously if you're, you know, in, in a fight with cops, you can, you can tell who they are and this everyone kind of looks the same i think the bandits are supposed to be wearing a different kind of hat but when you're in a crazy <laughs> ass shootout hats. yeah but when you're in a crazy ass shootout i'm not looking for the hat i'm just like oh god who's firing at who who's firing at me things like that um and there'll be times where you just like accidentally shoot the wrong person and you know if you shoot the wrong person you instantly get like some dishonor and you can get a bounty on your head you can be wanted by the co- by the you know sheriff or whatever um, and I end up constantly having to reload cause I hate that. Um, I have not yet successfully saved any, cause like strangers will come up and ask you for help. Uh, there's this one instance, uh, this isn't really a spoiler. It's just like a general world instance that kind of happens repeatedly where a guy will come up and be like, Mr. Mr. Help me. They're hanging my buddy and he ain't done nothing wrong. And you follow him to this like tree or wherever, where like bandits are hanging this guy. And They've always su- done something wrong. <laughs> and you're supposed to try to shoot out the uh, the rope that's hanging him so that before he dies. Oh, no. Yeah, which is just fucking insane. I mean, you have this, like, slow down motion thing called Deadeye. Um, so you okay, know so that returns bu- from the last game, I think. Yeah, it's a bullet time effect. Um, but even with that, just, like, riding a horse at top speed, using the Deadeye, like, go- trying to, like constantly control the horse and aim your gun and stuff for this rope i have not successfully been able to do that yet and then like it's just you know you're trying to do that and you have all these bandits shooting at you so like you're getting hit and then you die and it's just (laughs) ah the game just annoys the fuck out of me in times like that but the actual game missions the main storyline missions have been really fun so far um so I will continue if, if Desiree does buy the game. I will continue to play it through the storyline, but I have a feeling this is not going to be a game that like I enjoy the open world aspect of. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some other stuff comes up later, and I have not gotten to try multiplayer yet because I, I I took it out for Xbox. I don't know if it's. I think I heard that there might be differences between the uh you know the networking on the Xbox and the PS3. But Xbox, I have not been able to join a free roam game. I keep getting a uh, some sort of error message. And the one uh, I had a friend who was playing the game, so I was able to jump into her party and get in her game. But um, that was just like a an instance off, you know, like team based game in a small area. It wasn't like the full open world, which is like kind of like a big, big part of the multiplayer is getting to see do that full open world thing with a bunch of people because it's supposed to be like almost MMO MMO style. Excuse me, style. Um, but uh, the multiplayer game was just all right. It was basically a uh. Uh, capture the flag style game and i i don't know it, it, it uses you don't get the slowdown mechanic so it uses the same kind of uh firing stuff from the single player just without the slowdown obviously because you're a multiplayer yeah and, i'm wondering if anybody could ever implement that into a multiplayer interest in an interesting way um if i did did prey do that i think they, i don't know i don't know about prey i think i, I remember know, prey does did prey have multiplayer yeah i remember playing it <laughs> Hmm. I don't like, remember. You know, I've only played like an hour or two of Prey, but of the of the teleporting vaginas. You guys have it, on, yeah, with vagina walls. And um, <laughs> if you have it on Steam and you have it on Steam, maybe we can take. Oh a no, no, no! I had I had Prey on uh, three sixty. Right. I yeah. Mean, like and I don't have it anymore, Steam. so <laughs> I'm not gonna buy it again. Thanks. That game wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, no, it was like three bucks, right? 
Eve, yeah, even for like a dollar, I wouldn't buy it again. Um, I played the single player, and that was it. But anyway, back to Red Dead real quick. Uh, so the multiplayer wasn't anything too fun. I wanted to try the free roam, but I couldn't, so I can't really speak to that. Um, What's free roam? It's basically the entire, you know, the entire single player world, and it's you're in open. it. Yeah, and there's supposedly, you know, supposed to be like other in other re- real people in that world as well. That's how you can like you can run across real people and form up posse's and then go do like free roam challenges and stuff like that. Um, Robin banks and shit. Yeah, like because like what I've heard, it's supposed to be. It's like it's almost borderline MMO style gameplay. Gotcha. Um, and then people have been saying, you know, like that they just kind of wish that they would go full bore and make like you know a Western MMO. Um, but yeah, so uh, it just Red Dead is very, 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 very close to GTA games. Uh, I mean, if you like GTA style games and you just want a different scene, like different uh, you know scenery or whatever, um, setting is the word I'm looking for. Uh, you may enjoy this game. It's it's comparable. Uh, it's, you know, it does, it does a good job and it is fun. Like I said, the single, the the main storyline missions I'm having fun with. Um, but if you're not into, you know, Rockstar's type of games, then I would definitely not get, recommend this game. It doesn't, people who are like, oh, I don't like GTA games, but you know, this is, you know, in the desert and I like Western games or something. No, you're not going to like, like no, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I looked up the original Red Dead uh, Revolver, and it, it looks like this was mostly a just just a pretty cut and dried shooter with some some like different mechanics. Um, like most of it was shootery, but then you've got some things where you had to do a face off and uh, a, a duel. I mean, you know, so yeah, so it was like stuff, shoot, stuff it was like, like a shooter with too. stuff thrown in. Okay. There are duels like random strangers will be like, "Hey, partner, you want to duel me or whatever?" They fuck. They just say. randomly be like, "I, I, I feel like dying today, so I'm just going to challenge this guy to a duel just because." Well, actually, the duels are kind of easy as far as the, for the few I've done. I don't know if they get harder, but it automatically throws you into like as soon as the duel starts, you're automatically in dead eye, and all you're doing is just marking off points on the person's body that you want to shoot them, um, and it seems like it's really hard to lose that. But there's other cool stuff like horseshoes and poker and blackjack, which <laughs> can be fun for a very limited amount of time. Horseshoes. I don't um, know if I've played anything else um, that isn't on my iPhone, so I think I'm done. Unless you have questions. Something to Alfie Woodard. Well, I finished God of War 3 this week. <laughs> which was uh, pretty fun. Um... I started Heavy Rain. Oh, 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 oh. How far mm. did you get? Without, like, spoilers, how far in Heavy oh, Rain did you honestly, get? Honestly, there's no spoilers, because I only did the prologue in the mall. So... Okay, so you did Jason! the prologue in the mall. Jason! Yeah, huh? wait, wait, check this out. Hey, God, this is, hopefully this comes through. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I have app? a feeling I know what's going on. Listen, listen. Jason, 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 What? He said, he that's just said a, like he burped that's an iPhone app called La Di Da, 
it is basically like an auto-tune type thing. Um, but yeah, when I was in, uh, when me and Des were in PA and stuff at one point, I was just messing around with Zap and we started singing, I started singing Jason and she got in on it a little bit. Um, oh wait, that yeah, was you? I, yeah, that was me. Oh, I thought it was, uh, the voice actor because it sounded similar to the voice actor. Although it seemed like they put the voice actor through auto-tune. Oh no, good. Then I did a good job if you thought it was the voice actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, then again, we're going through multiple filters, but still, it was a pretty Shh, good job. No, it's, uh, it's excellent. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucked. I don't know what that person was smoking, but he can't. They need see. something like that for freaking Android. They probably I, would, do. I would be on that all day. I'd be an yeah, auto tune app. Sing like a robot. If you ever saw a uh, Cleveland show, the yeah, episode I'm... with Kanye West. Oh, uh, that episode was actually pretty funny. They had they no, had. No, I'm ugging really... at Kanye. Oh yeah, um, but th- if you ever get a chance to see that. You have to see the rap battle at the end between Cleveland Jr. and uh, Kenny West. Kenny here, West. I'll do a live recording so you can no. see how this works. No. No more auto-tune. I hate auto-tune. It's ruining music as you speak. Al, what else? So what do you think of Heavy Rain so far? Um, uh, I don't know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I haven't done anything that really <laughs> makes any true uh, impact. Like, you, It's not like... well. Maybe you guys can tell me, but it's not like anything that you do in the prologue is going to have a major effect on the rest of the game. Oh, it will have a major effect on the rest of the game. That was terrible, and you didn't sound like you auto-tuned. I know. Well, I sing bad anyway, but it'll adjust it. And when I play it back, you'll hear it. Oh, God, no. So, wait, but um, I guess that's part of the question is... When, when when I was playing it, like regardless of whether or not I thought it would have an impact, like later, what I was doing had an impact on me in that precise moment because of kind of the way that the game tries to draw you into it emotionally. So I guess that's a question for you then. Did you get any of that at all? Like when you were playing with Jason and uh, Sean in the backyard and they asked you, they're like, oh, you know, you choose, you know, you choose which one to... Uh, to play with first, right? Mm-hmm. You know, th- little things like that. Did that get you at all? What do you mean, get me? Did, did that get to you at all? Oh, like get on an to emotional me? level. Uh, sort of, kind of, sort of. I was kind of putting myself into like father shoes, so I kind of. I mean, I picked Jason because hey, it, it was his birthday, so you know, it, and I, it's you your know, birthday did some stuff and then I did the sword fight and I let Jason win mm. and um, I felt really kind of bad after the mall incident because you know Sean was all like uh, I really don't want to be here kind of but he's my dad and I'm just like really bored with him but I'm just gonna watch TV and... yeah see that that's the thing that there's you know the, the, a way to, to kind of connect with Sean Ah, I see. So basically, like, if before you well, I, were able I don't, to connect with Sean, I, I don't mean, know I'm if, just asking general question. Yeah, I don't know if there's a way to, to like, like you said, I don't, I mean, I don't know if there's necessarily a, a, a way to to make him act towards you differently based on what you do before. I mean, Pete seems to think so, and that may be the case. Honestly, I just haven't, I, I haven't I, tried it. I was just... I was just trying to sing something, but I, now that I think about it, I don't. I don't think it actually does. Ma- like, I don't think any of that prologue stuff does make any kind of difference. Um, I, I mean, 
I haven't played it. You know, I only played through it once, so I don't know if like if I did yeah. the entire prologue in a different way. Like if I ignored my family, if that would make a difference towards the end. Um, but uh, yeah, that can right. be tried. I mean, I was basically saying that like anything I did in the prologue, it wouldn't have an effect on the post mall situation. Uh, but if it's possible, it could. But yeah. that would be pretty crazy. That even as early as the beginning of the game, that um. Oh jeez! Oh, oh, save that for later, please. Save that for later. Yeah. Save it for later. Save it for later. I just wanted to say, play real quick so I can turn this off because I'm sitting here oh. holding it, waiting. <laughs> that's that's what she's. Never mind. Um. Oh. So well, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying that that way is is like you can formulaically do that, but I just mean, um, and and maybe this doesn't work every time, but just kind of how you um, I guess how you behave towards him during that opening, you know, like. I, I think I went back and I played that chapter again, and I just kind of did things a little bit differently. Um, I'll tell you how I did it the first time is, you know, he like I let him watch TV, and I just let him watch TV, and I totally fucked up the schedule because I was letting him watch TV. You, you know, mean, I just, like you let him watch TV the entire night? Not the entire night, but like I was late on a lot of things. He was just, just 10 more minutes, just 10 more minutes. I'm like, all right, fine. And then I tried to talk to him, and he was like, I don't want to talk right now. You know, and, and then it was getting late and whatever. And then the second, so the second time when I when I replayed that scene, like I, I you know, I stuck to the schedule and like I didn't, I can't remember exactly, but I, I feel like at some point, like I, I, I decided not to bother him while he was watching TV, but I was talking to him all the other times. I was watching him do his homework. I fed him on time, all that stuff. And like I, you know, I, when I tucked him in, I, I gave him the bear. I, the first time I couldn't find the bear, and so when I finally got it and went back to his room, he was already asleep. Mm. So little, little things like that, like I don't know if it's formulaic, but I'll tell you, you know, this much: I had no idea a bear existed until you mentioned it. <laughs> oh, he didn't ask for it. No, he was knocked out on the couch, so I took him upstairs. Oh, and I oh, went in the, the room to. Yeah, you never, you never got that happened. either, huh? What I, I did no, I was I put him to bed on time and I gave him the bear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is what I did. You're a bad I... parent. <laughs> oh hush. This is what I did. Uh, came home and he was watching TV, and then I checked the schedule and I'm like, okay, so these things need to happen at this particular time. So he didn't want to say anything to me, so I let him watch TV and I went out in the backyard and threw the basketball into the hoop a couple times. Then I came inside. Uh, it was time for the snack, so I asked him if he wanted a snack, and uh, I think I asked him to, no, 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 I, he said he wanted the snack, so I gave him the snack, and he, like, ate a bite of it, left it on the couch, and I'm like, can I clean this up? But they didn't know. He just let you clean it up. It up. No. That bothered so, me so much. I'm like, yeah. I just want to throw this away. Yeah. Um, like, if he so then I was explo- apple, he leaves the apple core on the couch. Yeah, that's what that's happened. Shit. I was like. That shit is gross. Yeah. yeah it's almost like tray ketchup. <laughs> So I was exploring the house. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was turning on all the lights, wondering if I'd get a trophy for turning on all the lights in the house. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I not green. On, yeah, and it's, especially being that you can't turn off the lights. But um, I was checking out the house, and then it was time for uh, homework. So I asked him if he wanted to do his homework, and he said like he wanted some more time with TV. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So then I came back like 10 minutes later and I told him to do his homework now. And do it now! So <laughs> here's the funny part. I told him I help him and he goes to do his homework and I'm upstairs like fooling around with stuff. And then I went and sat in the, the workroom and saw the video and uh, cried a little bit. 
saw the and, video. Uh, yeah, there's a, a video in the workroom where, you know, he, like, I had him sit down and brushed off the little draft of the architecture he was working on, and then there was a remote. So you go and grab the remote, and it turns on a video of uh, you playing with the kids that day that Jason died. In the backyard? Yeah. In the backyard. Holy and shit. you have the option to keep watching it or to um, turn it off. And I decided to just keep watching it. And he felt really, really, really sad because he was thinking about Jason. Jason! Uh, so then he turned it off at the end. And I came downstairs because he was finished with his homework already. And I was like, damn, it was fast. So I went downstairs, sat with him, checked his homework because he was like, can I go back and watch TV? And he said, okay, yeah, that was good. So he went back to watch TV. Asked him if he wanted dinner. It was kind of early, so he said he wasn't hungry. So I walked around the house a little bit more, turned on the music in the bedroom, and was just like looking out the window. I did some other stuff. Uh, fed him his dinner, which basically I took out the pizza and put it in the microwave and cut him a slice of pizza, and he ate the pizza. That uh, was a shitty-looking pizza, by the way. It was a very shitty-looking pizza. And then I sat down in the chair to watch him eat the pizza, thinking that maybe I could talk to him or something, but no option. Or maybe could talk. I get a slice? Yeah, I was thinking maybe I could eat with him, but uh, none of that. So then he went back to watching TV, and uh, he, I asked him if he wanted to go to bed, and he said, I'm not sleepy. Can I just watch TV a little longer? And I said, okay. This was at 9, his bedtime. So I said, all right, yeah, you can watch a little more TV. So time started going by, and I actually found uh, the note, uh, the, the, the letter. Because at first I yeah, looked at the I newspaper, you, and I, I saw the origami killer strikes again. And then I checked the mail and I found the, the, the mail. letter. Yeah, when you check the mail, you find a, a letter addressed to Ethan, and it's some really weird, cryptic, like, ransom note type stuff. Uh Oh, no, I did get that. Sorry. You did I, I got it. Okay. Yeah. It was like a rhyme about children disappearing. And then I walked around some more, sat down in some places just to see what it looked like for some odd reason. I, like, <laughs> took a piss. Anytime I could take a piss, it was like <laughs> every time I saw a toilet, I was like, oh, I could take a piss. And um, That's a lot of drinking. Yeah. And then uh, Sean was on the couch sleeping. And so I turned off the TV and carried him upstairs. Then I saw there was an option to do something, but I wanted to turn off the music because I wanted it to be quiet. I didn't get the chance to close the door or anything. Went right in the bedroom, and then he just started wigging out. And then ended up in the middle of the street. Oh, I thought you meant... I All right. Sean started wigging out. I'm like, no, what? no. Ethan started wigging out. So like, All right. at this point, we may have crossed over into spoiler territory for anybody who hasn't played the game. Yeah, well, uh, it's only like the first hour, so F it. You don't know. I don't even know why he waked out and ended up in the middle of the street. I was like, what the hell? Well, but, more more about the sons, I mean, in particular. But uh, I, I, I got to go back and, and do all this stuff now because, like, I want to see that video. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever saw that video, and I don't – I want to let him fall asleep on the couch and just leave him there and not take him upstairs. <laughs> you could probably. <laughs> be like oh, a total know. asshole. I, I, you probably could because the, the time will keep going. You could probably just leave the TV on. I, I was actually like watching that TV program because it was just it kept on replaying animation. over and over and over again, like the, the same like thirty seconds. Yeah, you'll and it looks like at other yeah. points in the game when there's a TV on in the background or something that it'll like it definitely keeps looping. I hadn't seen any. Reminds me of Max Payne. Repeat, yeah. We are talking about the same. 
program, right? Yeah, yeah, we are. Talking about the like the anime style thing. Uh, well, yeah, this was more like a a Disney cartoon. It was definitely French style. Oh, okay. (laughs) Esther, you're welcome. Um, but yeah, like there, because there's like I think two or three different like quote unquote shows in the game, and yeah, I I know that French style cartoon thing comes up later. So it was like a like a almost like an Indiana Jones type of thing. The Max Payne shows are better. Well, the Max Payne shows are just like static pictures on the screen. Yeah, but I mean the actual content the, when you listen to them. So how oh, are you feeling about the yeah. game itself besides the actual story? Like, are you still digging the controls and the like, you know? Oh, God, those controls. I don't mind the controls. Um, you know, it's, to me, it's not intrusive. And the only thing that I... It's not supposed to be intrusive, though. With. The question is, is it immersive? <clears throat> uh, I suppose it is. The only thing that I really don't like much is the uh movement the like, i think that's pretty intrusive stuff. um like the shaking of the orange juice oh. and the brushing of the teeth and oh, stuff you mean the six there was one thing i was trying to do and it wasn't working uh, i forget what it was i thought but... you meant when you said movement i thought you meant just walking around oh no no i, I, I felt that was intrusive um but there was a shaking motion that i was doing and it was like shake it and i'm like i am and shake it, and I'm like, I am. So then I had to like, <laughs> sit up a particular way just to shake it for that one movement. Six axes of the, of motion. Was Thanks, it for shaking Sony. your dong after you peed? No. Uh, thank goodness you don't have to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, the and I was laughing hangover. at the man ass in the beginning of the, of the, the game. The man ass. You take a shower, and it's like you were, NYPD. Were, were, you, were you tittering? No, I wasn't tittering. Glee. You can get some women it titties later titter. on. You're like, he, he, yeah, he, I had a feeling. I can see his bottom. He, 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 he. <laughs> it's definitely for kids. It's 10 p.m. No, it's not. Yeah. It's 10 p.m. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your kids are? In the shower with a in strange French man. In my balls. Yeah, well, technically for all of us, they are in, at the moment. So, yep. for anybody, unless they wither up and... Wow, not going there. Yeah. Uh, what else have you been praying? Uh, Pokemon. No comment. That's all. Pokemon says... Oh, shit. What happened to my... Uh... Oh, I know what happened. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. Did, what are you doing? Did you unplug my Wii when you plugged in the Dreamcast? Uh, uh, yes, because okay, I had that's to. That's why it's off. That's all. Yes. All right, real quickly. Uh, oh, I... oh, wait. No, I'm just playing. Thanks, Pete. I did forget um, something, but I'll let Austin go first. What is it? it I'm not even going to really talk about it too much, but I started playing Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 again. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, Game Boy Advance version or back to the old SNES? I'm pretty sure it's the SNES version. It's a ROM. If it is it Final Fantasy three? Uh, it's it's listed as Final Fantasy three, but that just it that's probably whoever titled the ROM. But I mean, when you Sorry, look at that, does not endorse piracy oh. of any sort. Let me go check. It's says Final it Fantasy three. Oh, okay. So it's the SNES. Yes. Sneeze. The sneeze version. All right, Jackie's are not condone piracy of any kind, especially Pete's Roms is, is his bootstrapping. His his bootstrapping. Arr! Why do they? So wait, what's bootstrapping again, Al? Um, on your PC. Yourself up by a bootstrap. No, but there's a um. That's the startup it, process of your computer. Oh yeah, booting up. That's right. Duh. They they named so many things after like pirate-ish things. Anyway, uh, I was playing. Uh, I I gave up on Portrait of Ruin because I just did not want to to mess around with True Dracula. Uh, I'd just like to say once again, fuck him. Um, I, I forget him. I 
Screw him. I stupid. Mo, you you beat both of us, and now we're gonna morph into this other thing. And I'm just like, I don't want to sit there and grind for money and go and buy like potion items because I'm not good enough at that game to sit there and like beat the boss. And I don't want to to to. I, I don't care enough, so I just dropped it and I moved on to Order of Ecclesia. And like the first ten minutes as I was playing it, I'm like, all right, I think I'm about done with this Castlevania. It was just, which is really funny because we had just spent like an entire podcast talking about it before last week. But I was like, I'm I'm done playing Castlevania games that are like this. I want the old Castlevanias back. I'm done. And then I played a little bit more, and I'm just like, huh, all right, this isn't really like the Metroid style game. So maybe I'll give it a chance. And like, I I, I really appreciate that they finally got off their asses and really did make it less of a backtracking around the castle um, type dealy. Instead, making you go through separate stages, not exactly like the old ones because it's not just kind of like it, it still has the feel the the kind of design like at the enemy placement and, and just the, the the way you traverse those stages of the symphony of the night-esque areas but they're like chopped up and presented to you in um in a very clear point a to point b fashion and you have like a little world map and i i don't know al how much you went into this when you were playing it I so i'm really like destroyed that game so, well, I, what I mean is, what I mean is, went into this on the podcast, like describing how it worked. Oh, but, I don't know. It was a long, long time ago. Real long time. Yeah, that's because I'm very behind you on these games. But um, I appreciate that a lot. I, I, um, I haven't gotten met very many glyphs. Like a lot of the glyphs I got are kind of useless. Like oh. the 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 dagger glyph I got, and then the the rapier glyph I got was like really weak. And it wasn't until I got the sword glyph from the skeleton that I... No, it wasn't even from the skeleton. It was someone else that I really felt like I was doing stuff. Now, let me ask you something. Does does the fact that even regular attacks take up your magic meter ever come into play for you? Did it ever come into play, like, and, in an irritating way? Or did it always did it always just kind of sit in the background and never become a concern? Or did it always feel like, hey, this is, you know, part of the challenge? Because I, 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 I'm scared that it might annoy me when it comes down to it. Like, if a really I, powerful weapon comes out and it, like, takes half your meter? I don't remember having any serious problem with the magic meter in this game. Um, I'm still trying to... I, it's been that long since I played the game that I, I can hardly remember. Uh, like, I remember the glyph thing is... Ugh. Isn't the... No, that's... uh. Uh, the other. What game, are you What are you trying to say? I think. Sorry, I'm trying to figure. Remember how you actually get the powers? It, don't they? Like, in both games, in both games, yeah, enemies drop them, and in this one, like you just have to press up, and and she absorbs it into her tattoo. Right. Whereas in Donosaur, it automatically gets absorbed into, into, into Soma. Yeah. Um. Because I remember running back and forth, killing enemies to just get, trying to, to get some drop glyphs. Yeah. Because I was trying to like get as close to 100 percent on them as possible. I think. Um, I could see that frustrating me. I don't think I would be able to to endure sitting around and just collecting them. I'm too old. Uh, yeah, I think I was still riding trains, like you know, public transportation. Oh, okay. And you had so you were like, I might as well just yeah. Yeah, either um, that or I was uh, working for tech support, so I had a lot of time to just sit and play. Right. I don't have time like that no more. I will say that uh, I know I know we're we're trying to remember how the art style was looking. It is very much more. It's not quite as dark, or I shouldn't say dark, but quite as like non-Saturday morning cartoon as 
the old Game Boy Advance ones were, mm-hmm. but it's still very much more... I don't want to use the word mature, but it again, I guess the best descriptor continues to be not Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> it is very much not Saturday morning cartoon when when compared to Portrait of Ruin and, and Donna Sorrow. Right. Like, it is definitely much more, you know... Pe- I like it much better. Like, okay. not just the cinemas, but, like, the, the regular art. Like, if you just compare the two, it's just like, one is the... One is the X-Men cartoon, and one is, like, the, the redrawn X-Men comic when, like, Wolverine loses all his shit and is bleeding from his pores. Ah, <laughs> we played one over Capcom. Yes. So, art style. Um, I was fucking around with my DS. Uh, I excel more. I, I had downloaded all those games. Oh, we forgot to do Photo Dojo yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I it was the two, so two of the other things that I had bought. I know I know last week I was talking about um, Picto Bits and mm-hmm. March the Minis, but uh, this past week I was playing a little bit of Box Life and Aquaria. Aquaria I still don't quite get. I know how the mechanics work, but I don't know what the strategy is. I don't I, I like it hasn't like I don't understand it well enough to be able to just play it without going like wait what will happen if I do this? I don't really get it. Um, so I don't know if it's worth explaining because I, I, cause I, I don't really understand it myself. Uh, Box Life is pretty cool, though. Box Life, basically, it's from an isometric perspective, and literally the goal is to fold up boxes. And yeah, they present a game. Yeah, you were able to see it, but it, it's hard to explain without, without being able to show someone. But they, they lay kind of a, a, a... I guess the best way I can describe it is they lay a piece of graph paper in front of you. And you are supposed to fold it up into like a box, you know. And it's supposed to be easy to to be able to understand how to do it because the graph paper, I mean, it has lines that separate the box, uh, the you know how you're supposed to fold it up. Um, and so like I think the first piece of the the very first puzzle is just like it's in an S shape. It's just a line of boxes, and you're just supposed to fold that up. And it's very easy to do. And then they give you two lines. I'm making it sound like Coke. I'm sorry, but that relates later. <laughs> that relates later. I swear. Um. But then it gives you um, two lines shaped such that you kind of have to cut. Um, you have to cut the paper such that you can make separate boxes out of it. And so there's this whole mechanic where you cut. There's a mechanic where you fold, and there's a mechanic where you join pieces that you've cut accidentally. And so the whole thing is figuring out from this kind of shape of of, of paper how to fold it up or, or cardboard, whatever you want to call it, how to fold them up into separate boxes. And um, it gets. It gets really tough the second... Uh, not really, really tough, but it starts to become challenging in the second set of puzzles where they give you different shapes like to cut out of the paper. like Not only S-shapes, but T-shapes, and they, they start to mix it up. And it's not like it's not entirely apparent because it's just this big block of graph paper, and you don't know... like like You have to really stare at it for a second and think, huh, how can I separate this into pieces where everything can be folded up into boxes? Like I encountered certain scenarios where like I had like one square left over and I couldn't do anything with it. And so like I had to pass a level and like mm. lose points. Um but yeah, I mean I'm really liking what the art style uh brand brings to this DSI XL thing. And I I I Art Life I, is an art style game? Yes. Mm. I, I kind of wish that this type of thing um or they they made it available for something um I shouldn't say like Steam because Steam has so many, you know, shits already and like mm-hmm. but yeah i mean just something something that you could just uh uh that's not just um not just for the dsi you know because I, I think that there it's it's i think it would uh, it'd be appealing to a lot of people like a lot of casual puzzle gamers i think that uh 
I think that, and and they can't really do Pictobits because it has Nintendo IP on it. Right. But I mean, for something like the iPhone, for example, I think those games would work great. Um, maybe not Aquaria because that uses a D-pad or whatever. But um, yeah, so that that was pretty cool. I, that's what I've been playing really this week. Not not too much. I didn't even get to play Order of Ecclesia a lot this week. Truth be told, because I couldn't, because I couldn't even edit the podcast, and like the only time I got to play it was like on the plane, and then on the subway ride to your house. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, hopefully next week, um, after I get these podcasts put away, I can play something else and talk about that. But uh, anyway, we've got some lines of coke to talk about, so we'll be right back. Jack is that it does not it does not condone drug use of any kind. There's this other thing that I have up there about the app, the the Google Chrome App Store, which is going to start actually letting you um, run uh, run games from the browser, games like actual games like Lego Star Wars. Um, and the reason why I brought that up, Pete, for you specifically, is because, um, well, Chrome is a WebKit browser, and Steam is also working on a WebKit browser. And I'm just theorizing, like, what happens when they when Steam starts if Steam starts letting you download games not only to your hard drive but letting you re- Letting you run it directly from the Steam client, which like, basically takes away the platform. Like, you know what I mean? Is this supposed to be? Is this like a streaming thing? I don't know. I, I think it's um, no, I I don't think it is. I think it's just downloading as an app, but the the dissemination is through the browser and not through like, okay, I'm gonna double click on Lego Star Wars and it's going to open up as its own application. Like, it no, it it sits in your browser, so the browser itself is going to be able to run that code. Or something. I don't know. You know what? Um, I don't see what like practical applications this has over just starting Steam. Maybe I'm no, misunderstanding. But that's what, I'm, what I'm saying is that the the implications that it has for say like Steam actually letting you run a co- run game within its own browser, like within its own client, except instead of like saying, all right, you download this game, now you double click on it, and now it's got to load it up from your hard drive. Like it's playing from within Steam itself. That that hasn't happened yet. It's just I'm theorizing that like with with the technology going the way it is, like because Steam is based on the same browser, like that they could totally like, like I remember what we saw at uh, at PAX that uh, was it called Instant Action? Oh yeah, with the Monkey Island thing. Yeah, like this, like Steam could just totally be like, nope, like you don't have to do that. Like we'll we'll provide you the games like right within the Steam client, and like Instant Action uh, uh will fail. <laughs> but. I don't know. That that's a bit too speculative. I, I guess we could just talk about the cocaine thing. I, I mean, I'd have to wait to see like what a like a like. I have to wait and see what kind of implication. Uh, obviously, Steam, is Steam actually working on this, or was that just an example? No, it's Steam itself. Ha- at least has has not said anything about this. So it's just this Google was right com- now. This is yeah. This is completely uh, from Google and the Chrome App Store. So its browser is going to have a built-in app store, and so it's going to let you buy these games. And like, I I just immediately thought like, holy shit, Steam. Steam no, wait, has okay, a browser. So wait, that's question, how you. That's how you use a store. My question is: If you buy the games, can you also download them, or can you only buy them for running through the browser? Um, I think it. I, I don't know if this is going to be easy to understand because I don't know how to explain it. I but think it's this like, is something I have to wait for it to actually you, come out. Yeah. So I know you download. Point. You do download it 
like like it like um. But you just download a small portion of it, right? Because like it sounds like it's. No, I think I think you just download it. So so you're right. The instant action thing isn't in- exactly threatened. I think the whole point of them doing this is is more of it is like consumer mentality because they say that they they're starting to build apps out of like magazines and newspapers. Like on the iPhone, there's like a New York Times app. Right. You know, it's like why don't you just go to New York Times on the web? on your iPhone and they're like, no, 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 the app, you know, appears more functional and whatever, which when it's honestly, it's really not. Yeah. I, but they, I would agree they, with that. They, There's a lot of apps they, that are not as functional. Just yeah, they package the it in a way such that people think that, Oh, I'm getting a thing. I should pay for it. And that's what Google's trying to do with Chrome is like, they're trying to package apps, except they're treating Chrome like an iPhone basically. So it's not that you're streaming it. It's just that the medium for you to look at it is all self-contained within its browser. And then right. they're trying to extend that to games where you don't stream it, you download it, but you run it from Chrome and you run it from the browser. And ostensibly, like, even though technically there's really no difference, like, it feels different because you're not loading up a separate game. And I'm assuming that you could multitask between everything, like, like on the fly, because it's made to work within the browser. Uh, question. Answer. Aren't there, uh, like, tablet PCs or some other small form <clears throat> PC that just runs on Chrome? Not that I know of. I think I the, remember something like that. There, are, is, are you that, referring to the to the advertisements? That's like you know, oh, faster than any whatever, whatever. Maybe because but... the advertisements are really trying to make it seem like Chrome is an OS, like right now when it's not. But I think the whole point of it is that with all the cloud-enabled applications, like you know, like Google Docs, things like that, that you can run straight from the browser. It's like, oh, you don't need Microsoft Windows. Um, Office yeah, or anything like office. that. You, you, all you need is any OS that runs this browser, and you've got everything at your fingertips, and it's fast. Right. And I'm, I'm like, thinking maybe along the lines of um, netbooks. I think that the the whole Chrome environment is uh, heading toward more of a compatibility with uh, netbooks, since you know right. netbooks come with the internet right. capability built in, and it's all small form, and you can take it with you. Um, you're able to then say boot up your netbook, run Chrome, and have everything in there as right. opposed to having separate programs. So it's more user friendly to the uh, average, excuse me, consumer. I, I mean, I, I really wonder how far along we are with games from that standpoint, where we can do that. Because like that, that's kind of why I I, I wanted to chat about this a little bit because I saw I was like running Lego Star Wars. Like, are we we're actually at that point where it can handle it now? Maybe we still need some somewhat powerful hardware to be able to run that shit. Like, I don't think we're going to be running Crisis in a browser anytime soon. Oh, no. No. But Although, uh, wasn't somebody running Crisis qu- in something that resembled HTML? I don't shit, know. I don't know. But I know, I know that they were using HTML5. You're actually the one who pointed this out, Al, when we were talking about it last week or the week before, where Quake 2, um, is it, they ported Quake 2 over to HTML5. Mm-hmm. And Quake 3 already runs in a browser as Quake Live. Pete, have you even tried Quake Live yet? No, I haven't. Like, I actually dipped into it for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't want to stick with it because it made you do some stupid training course to evaluate your skill level, and I don't want to do that. But just the fact that it was running in a window and, like, it was going without a hitch was, like, incredible to me. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't know how far away we are from running Dead Space in a browser, you know? So I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I, I, don't... I doubt that the technology will... Um, be as advanced to do what we can do now. Like Quake Three and Quake Two came out a 
a whole jillion years ago. Right. And now we're able to, you know, compact that and put it into something that is, uh, you know, non-standard and portable. It's almost like, you know, doing one-chip technology. Like, you can't one-chip a PS3, and you can't one-chip a PS2, apparently, but you can one-chip a, a PlayStation and just throw it right. into a PS3 and throw it into a PSP, even. Well, maybe in 2020 or 2050. Right. In, 20, in 2050, when Lord knows what's going to happen, uh, we'll have probably one-chip PS3s because that's just how technology goes. Thank right. you, uh, Moore's Law. Yeah. Um, well, enough about that. Why don't you tell us about cocaine? Oh, cocaine. Like, Because uh, Pete was talking about doing lines when he was playing skate, and so I know he's See, itching to hear about this. Wicked lines. <laughs> wicked lines. My life. So, um, I kind of was reading one up, and they ref- referred to a Lancashire, I think, or I don't know how they pronounce things, because they pronounce things differently, but it's their even post <laughs> paper website. Uh, it, it, for all I know, it could be like Lancashire. Lancashire. So, Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Gloucester. What was that street? Gloucester. 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 In uh in Boston. Gloucester. Yeah, I was and Gloucester. I, I kept saying Gloucester. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um it's an article that is entitled Gaming Addiction Grips Youngsters. Oh so, yeah. I mean, granted this is not one of those oh my god parents are going crazy articles. Right. But uh a quick summary, uh pretty much the uh the the the, the uh, uh popping point of this article is um let me just go search for cocaine cocaine uh here we go one expert today warned two hours of playing games produces the same high as taking a line of cocaine really really wow um so basically they're saying that um you know kids play games and when their parents allow them to play games at without any limits that it drives them to a high such that they want to um, steal and commit violence <laughs> so that they can play their games. So here we go. Uh, Steve Pope, a counselor and therapist who lives in Garstang, says he's seeing increasing numbers of y- youngsters suffering from game addiction. He said, quote, a lot of young people get themselves into a situation where they use video games as an escape from the world and they get hooked on the release of the of adrenaline it gives. Spending two hours on a game station is equivalent to taking a line of cocaine in the higher producers. It is the fastest growing addiction in the country, and this is affecting young people mentally, as well as leading to physical problems such as obesity. It gives parents peace and quiet, but it becomes a concern when it is all the child wants to do. I saw one 14-year-old Preston boy who played on games for 24 hours nonstop and had not eaten or and was showing signs of dehydration. When his parents tried to take his console away, <laughs> he became aggressive and threatened to jump out of a window. What? We have also dealt with children who have been skipping school and others who have been stealing from their parents to buy games. Computer game addiction can also spiral into violence, as after playing violent games, they may turn their fantasy games into reality. This is all the same quote. Um, but it is not just children who are suffering. A growing number okay. of adults are addicted to the internet and sites like Facebook. Okay, I, I let me interject here. I I'm glad that he threw this in there because <laughs> no, I, I am because I, it's not uh, not that like I I condone like oh yeah it's the internet that's ruining us but like 
at the very, like, my concern is always just that, like, oh, video games are bad. Everything else is okay. It's like, mm. no. They're, like, no, video games aren't necessarily good for you, but they're as bad for you as any other kind of, like, escapist medium or whatever you want to say. Like, yeah. if someone sits in his room all day and reads comic books. Like, I, I think what I'm looking for here is do they have, like, did they do any, like, CAT scans or, or any of that shit to... to you know what I mean? I like I, I right. know that I we when Ethan was still on, on a psychological, uh, you know, not psychological. Is it psychological? Psychiatry deals with not. Does psychiatry deal with psychology? Yeah, either whatever the case may be. I remember that we were talking with Ethan about this very same addiction thing, and you know his his whole thing was like there's there's no kind of bodily dependence. On it when like when right. you are it's not addicted, a chemical thing. Yes, when you are addicted to cocaine and you stop using cocaine, your your body chemically wants it. Whereas he argued that for video games, it's like yeah, you want it, but it's not like your body's not chemically like saying like it is dependent on cocaine and it will start deteriorating without that stimulus. Right. It's like, just imagine like if you like went without games for a week and you slowly started to die. Because your brain needed the games to live, like how you like, for example, if you uh, are addicted to heroin, you can't just stop heroin cold turkey. You gotta actually go like to a methadone, methadone clinic, clinic and take yeah. another drug to ease off of the uh, the heroin, and then you can wind up getting hooked to the methadone. Oh my god, I'm gonna be good. I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna put down the DS. I'm gonna stop playing Sudoku. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Sudoku's now I'm, I'm addicted to yeah. DS, so I'm gonna go and ease off the DS by playing PSP. Uh, no, no, no. And I'm addicted okay, to PSP, so now I have to ease Sudoku, PSP Sudoku. by playing iPhone games. Crossword puzzles. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Come on, man. Let me play some Sudoku. I suck your... Wait. Um, I, so I, got wait. Some, I got some nice word search games for you. If you just give me $25, you get this word search, and I won't tell nobody. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Uh, this, I can still like, see South Park make an episode. Oh, like that. about that. Oh, let me finish the uh, the quote. Uh, yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, um, but it's not just children who are suffering, adults, blah, 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 with the addict- addiction to the internet and Facebook this, leading into this line. I am working with one family where a 74-year-old grandmother is addicted to online poker. Her daughter is addicted to eBay and has bought 270 pairs of shoes. And her granddaughter is addicted to Facebook. The poison chalice is being handed down through the generation. She, that that lady is not addicted to eBay. She's addicted to shopping, and I will yeah, say that. She's obviously, to obviously, eBay facilitated that, so I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you're not going to do it. Yeah, it's but... not eBay's fault. It's it's the woman's fault because she's addicted to shopping. Well, if you eBay see... wasn't there, it would be addicted to going to the mall. Maybe, maybe not, because the reason why I'm saying that, the reason why I bring that up is because eBay's facilitating that. Like, if it because it makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. It right. it makes it more available, and so like if it were more difficult, then she wouldn't necessarily go to the mall. But it's besides the point, though, because I don't necessarily know that this is necessarily addiction per se. If you kept her strapped into a chair without being able to go shopping, I'm sure she wouldn't die. No, she wouldn't it, die. But as long as you fed her, as long as you fed her and gave her water. Well, yeah, if you kept her <laughs> vitals open, open, uh, her vitals uh, open. <laughs> Her <laughs> vitals open. Oh, oh no, her vitals are closing. Oh. Are you sure you think about the right V word? <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, what I what I meant about um the eBay was that like if there was no eBay and a mall was 
conveniently placed. Oh yeah, then yeah. yeah. Then she would be shopping there. So it's not like the bitches be shopping. Because they say that the growing number of adults are addicted to the internet. Look, it's not really the internet. It's more like they have a core, not addiction, but they have a a core uh, thing that they like to do. And the internet facilitates it. Like online poker. I I would have to assume that the grandmother being addicted, quote unquote, to online poker is more of an internet-based thing than her just being addicted to poker and being online is facilitating it. Because I don't think that she is going to or had previously made the effort to play poker in person. It's just that she likes to play the Texas Hold'em. I would have to assume that's like mostly what they do online uh, with the anonymity of, oh, right. I can just drop into this game and play poker and possibly win money. Uh, so she's probably, a ga- she's probably a gambling addict, quote unquote. Right. Because obviously gambling addicts, they don't die if you lock them in a room with a whole bunch of food and stuff and no gambling. But um, they'd probably <laughs> be... They'd get fucking fat, though. <laughs> they'd, they'd be fed, but they'd go crazy. Um, anyway, and her granddaughter's addicted to Facebook. But that's because she, the granddaughter's probably a teenager. And, she, you know, I mean, well, whatever. Uh, here's a little bit more. The... Mr. Pope says he sees at least two children a week who play video games successively. One Preston Mum, 49, who asked not to be named, says she brought she bought her teenage son the game Call of Duty last year. Here we go. Oh, boy. She said, now that I look back on it, it's like I went out and bought him his first shot of whiskey. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, all right. Let let me uh bring up a, a slightly, well, it's a true, but the names have been changed to protect the innocent situation okay uh i know someone who i will not name who was who is currently a teenager and when they became a teenager they were able to uh you know obtain money and they used that money to purchase a 360 Mm. and call of duty I mean, granted, the the person that I know, they like all kinds of shooters. So, you know, they bought Gears of War, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and World of War, and other games of the sort. Now, granted, they weren't really uh, as productive in school as, uh, you know, they could have been originally. But having the ability to just play the games now on their own time had exacerbated the issue. It was like not going to school, not leaving the room, mm. uh, having the money, so not even wanting to uh, venture out of the room or out of the house to get food, just order food. And it, it started to have a, a physical effect. But it, it's like, I can understand, I think, what this woman is saying, that like now she looks back on it and she it's like she went out and bought him his first shot of whiskey. It's like she started something that went out of control. Right. Being that she used the alcohol reference, they're using it as ammunition for addiction. Yeah. That, that, it's a total interpretive issue. It, and I like, I don't, that is why I cringe. Like, you know, thinking about it, I, I don't necessarily begrudge the woman. Maybe she just chose a poor metaphor or right. simile. But just the way they, they interpret it, it's just, it's just foolish. I mean, plus, when you first have a shot of whiskey, it, it's kind of gross. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> now here, this one is pretty funny. Steve says he is working with premiership footballers. Those are soccer players. Uh, professional soccer players. Uh, gripped by computer game addiction. An issue, an, an, issue, an issue clubs are now addressing. Quote, many footballers are playing on handheld consoles and computer games before a game, and this is resulting in a natural high which is causing a chemical imbalance which is leading them to not performing their best on the pitch. Uh, I am the psych- and then there's another quote. I am the psych- psychotherapist for Fleetwood Town, and they ban their players from using any form of console for at least 24 hours before a game. I, see, if they have scientific evidence to prove that, then fair enough. Okay. Right. Do they have it? Uh, it's not in the article, but it's very possible that there is the evidence. Uh, if if he's saying that there is a chemical imbalance. Uh, I mean, that would really suck if he says that there's a chemical imbalance and he has no evidence to back that up. That would be- really suck. Because, I mean, I can again, I can certainly... It's not, it's not implausible that doing something like playing a video game will cause a chemical imbalance in you because that's, the brain is reacting to stimuli. That's right. fair. Fine. Just show me the research to back it up that shows that it's detrimental in any way. Right, I'm trying to figure out why playing games before going out on the soccer field uh, would lead to you performing uh, less. You yeah, know, it's so like, uh, it's kind of iffy. I mean, playing games result in a natural high, and that high prevents you from... That, that doesn't make any sense. Why would a natural high be detrimental to performance? Uh, it very well could be. It just depends on what kind of high it is. Okay, I mean, runners get runners high, you know, for it, once they hit a certain point, you know, with yeah. chemically. Um, but that doesn't. But that's not a their, That's not. A, that doesn't impede their ability to run. I don't think. Right. right. I've never gotten this high because of. I am a terrible runner. I have yeah, shin I've splints. Never, I, I I'm not a runner at all. But I'm trying to think. I mean, a lot of people they get high on you know drugs and they're able to do things such as like musicians some some musicians they they drink and they do drugs and then they go out on stage and they play better than they could when they're not high which yeah, I don't that, know that, but that I means. think I think that's I think that's a lot I think that's mostly anecdotal as opposed to like scientific well, yeah, it is. I mean, not, I, I don't think that I don't think that you can say like Austin, you should take a hit off of this, you know, off of this, um, off of this bong, and then go play a concerto because it will make you play it better. Not necessarily. <laughs> well, I I wouldn't say I'm not putting it that way. What I'm the way I'm putting it. Well, I don't is... mean you. I mean in general when people say that. Oh yeah, like because a lot of people are like you know no you know it makes you more creative. Sometimes it does, and for some people it doesn't. You know, it it doesn't work the same for everybody. I think I think it's a side effect that's like okay, some people are too pent up and and not loose enough, and that stuff makes you looser. And as a side effect, you are more able to do shit. You know, it's not that oh the the very act of reaching that state of mind is what makes your fingers play better. Of course, you know what I mean. Like it's a side effect. I, I having never been high myself, I am not going to claim to know this. I'm just saying that like some people say, oh they you know they they they're they do shit better when they're drunk. And I'm like, yeah, I've been drunk, and I don't do things better. <laughs> I dance better when I'm drunk. That That is one thing that can happen, because you, you are less uptight when you're drunk, so... Yeah, but, you know, God forbid somebody's, uh, 
recording you and then you're <laughs> like, Damn, I really don't dance that well. Slash dance. Control. Yeah. But anyhow. Um, you think you dance better, which might be the only thing that matters. Right. Or here it is. I am more... Uh, uh, da, my da. words are really kind of fleeing. My me. word! I'm more apt to dance when I'm drunk. Yes. Yes. That is a... Yeah. So uh, there's this one last... Like, this is the... The the silver lining kind of <laughs> advisory part of the line. Silver line. Um, this is kind of a kind of resolution type of, you know, the part of the story. So they say uh, some senior lecturer in psychology and says, I'm, I'm not even going through, like, who it is. Uh, Parents are fearful of allowing their children to play outside. <laughs> wow. And feel that if they are inside where they can see them playing computer games, then they are safe. Uh, damn, that's how fucked up our society is. Because I remember when I was a kid, it was like, go out and play. Leave me alone. But anyway. Um, <laughs> go play in the backyard. A computer game can seem like a quick way of occupying your child. And because it is such a high-intensity pastime, it keeps them stimulated, and they are unlikely to get bored. Well, that's kind of because... There's lots to do. I mean, yeah. you got a child one game, and that was all they had. Basically, they would become proficient in that one game, but I'm pretty sure that they would get bored after a while. And if you did not buy them another game, they would not play anymore. Right. So I'm assuming that what they're saying is parents who go – well, you know, games aren't actually uh, – doing that anymore because of like a multiplayer aspect like mm. you can buy a kid call of duty modern warfare 2 and ha- that'd be all they have and they would probably not get bored if that is their kind of game because they always have people to play against they always have goals because of the xp system and all the patches yep. and shit so now it's not even like that anymore so hey you know the high intensity pastime keeps them stimulated and they're unlikely to get bored in certain situations uh so they say it's important to find balance it is easier for parents if they set ground rules from the start about how long their child's allowed to spend on these types of games, which is what they should have been doing in the first place, but I know a lot of parents, they just don't care. Uh, they just say as long as they're not bothering me, they can do whatever the hell they want, which yeah. really sucks. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, again, I'm glad that he said this, that this guy, mm-hmm. that this Gale guy said this, because, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, yeah, games are great, and, like, you know, people should be allowed to play them, like, 24-7 because they don't harm you. Right. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying that they like cut you up and shit. But you know, anything that you do in access is not going to be good for you. Exactly. So I mean, I but it, but it's not. It's not the, if you okay. You are supposed to eat to stay alive. If you overeat, you will die. Mm-hmm. Simple and if as you that. Undereat, you die. Right. So, it, it, I, I know that's a bit of a stretch of a comparison because like you don't need video games to live. But the p- point being, like. Oh, and and I feel like we've we we've we haven't done this type of topic in a long time, um, because we just got sick of it because there was so much bullshit that came out. But I, I think it bears mentioning again that like, yeah, it, it's all about how you initiate self control, or how when you're a child, how your parent initiates self control. You know that that that's part of parenting. You know, mm-hmm. so so the answer is not to demonize the the thing; it is to understand its benefits. You know that being entertainment, you know that being creativity, and and curbing the negative of it. You know, like you wouldn't want your child to read, to be stuck in his room reading the entire time. You know, if he's not going to do anything with it. 
I mean, people say, you should read a book. Okay, I'm going to read a book, and then I'm going to read another book, and I'm never going to come out of my room and eat. Like, it's, it's, you know, unless you're talking about, like, doing something with what you read, like reading something by Malcolm Gladwell or something and improving your life. But then that, that, that by but definition... But if you keep on reading it, you don't actually improve your life. <laughs> I'm just going to read this book over and over again. I like his hair. <laughs> I'm going to just read a whole bunch of self-help books. And, and, and not uh, help myself. You know, I'm, I'm addicted to self-help books. <laughs> and I don't help myself. Anyway, um, I like this quote because I think it's pretty funny. Uh, Peter Wilson, uh, who is a mental health practitioner at a hospital, I think, uh, he says... Whatever a person is addicted to, they can't control how they use it, and they may become dependent on it to get through daily life. That is such a general statement that really, I don't think, can apply. I mean, it does apply, but I don't think it applies in the way that it's supposed to be applied to things that are not true addictions. Yeah, I think that needs clarification in terms of, not clarification, but some specificity in terms of, like, so let me look at this quote again. Maybe become dependent. So de- dependency. Okay, it's a chemical dependency versus an enjoyment that you, you know, you a don't psychological want. Dependency. I don't want to be without this enjoyment. I like it a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. but are you? You're not like, gonna. The bottom be... line is your body going to deteriorate without it? That is the question that I want answered. That is a question that Ethan wanted answered, and he. Well, you know, I think that we should. I don't think it really needs scientific evidence to prove that it does not produce a chemical dependency because it, it, well, mean, it could it could i don't think I mean, it could but like I like you never I, know I, I honestly don't think it could either because all you got to do as a case study is just take a whole bunch of kids who play games and take them away from the games and have them do other stuff uh, and they I may just, not like it but it's not right. like they're there's a chemical – I mean you can give them probably chemical – not chemical. You give them tests, but the only thing that happens is their brain waves are going to be different because they're going to be pining for right. games. Well, let me, let me put like, it th- – yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was just gonna say, let me put it this way: that like all you know, all the emotional, and I could be very wrong in this, but just based on you know what what I what I read and what I see, which is not very much, but. Like uh, like most of our emotions, if not all, or, or or everything that like we as human beings go through, any any animal, like a lot of it, it's controlled by hormones and chemical releases and all that type of stuff. Like like for example, like what we call being in love, if we want to ruin the the illusion of it, is really just chemical reactions in our brain when approached by what we find is an ideal mate. You know, it's 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 all chemicals. It's everything that's released. So when I say that, I don't. I, I, I'm not putting it out of the realm of plausibility that you know video games causing, uh, among other things, causing um, a chemical reaction that maybe may, you never know. Maybe it will, that's why I'm saying maybe it will cause a dependency because we just don't know like what that reaction is like on a scientific level. That's why I'm saying bef- I'm not going to say that oh it could cause a chemical reaction. We should be careful. What I'm saying is there's a possibility that it does, but until you prove it to me. I'm not going to say that this is addictive. You're saying reaction, but reaction and dependency are two different things. I, I know. What I'm saying is, though, that like we don't – like I don't know once that chemical reaction occurs, how the body handles that in our system. Does it – could it become reliant on whatever is released? I don't think so, but you never know. I don't know. think so either because I think because it's natural. Like, does the body ever become dependent on something that it produces itself? I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. That's that's right. what I'm saying. Is I'm, that I would, saying, I like, would like history, that answer. Using anecdotal evidence, I, I don't. I've never seen a situation where someone uh, became chemically dependent on themselves. 
<laughs> well, it's not. Uh, it, it. It's it's not on themselves. It's it's based on something that happens that causes that right, past. But it's not a substance. It's not a. It's, it's not introduced into the body chemically. No, it's it's not. But like, but but for example, like like some disorders in human beings, like a certain chemical is produced on an abnormal rate. That's right. But natural- I think that that's uh that's a more of like a problem. Um, that but that's my that what what there. my point is is that it's still very it's still maybe not very possible and I don't think it is but like again we're not doctors I don't think we we can say that for ourselves we don't know that maybe you know like if something like if let's say games you know which have been invented fairly recently in human history okay video games specifically mm-hmm. cause a certain type of stimulus that that maybe increases the rate of a release of a certain chemical and the body reacts to that release of that chemical in a certain way such that it becomes you like like I'm saying I'm just saying that I don't know I'm theorizing cuz I'm not a doctor and neither are you go ahead. you know you, you so like you going on fishy a... pants yes <laughs> Brian what's the deal help us out here but like I don't think it's with I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility the only reason why I think it's out of the realm of possibility is because um, while video games in particular are relatively new, uh, just entertainment in general, I, I, I just don't think that there is a vast difference in different forms of entertainment uh, in, in, in terms of its very, very basic effect on the body. But, of course, I, I think there can be. I definitely think there can be just because of the, the different types of stimuli that come through. So if we're talking about... Um, television and movies versus um, versus a book. All right, that pre- I I would can imagine those produce s- different stimuli because of you know because of the very basic fact that television is in motion and there's or, certain and there's certain visual tricks that are used to differentiate different like like you know with with cinematography become more sophisticated there are different visual tricks that they use and you know again this is all just speculation uh, and no, nobody nobody call for my um malpractice suit because i am not a doctor <laughs> malpractice don't take anything we say seriously Trayum right. does not condone uh saying malpractice. things medically and it being accurate <laughs> but, but like like i mean and and this is not again this is not scientific and that's why I want to know that's all I'm saying is that I want to know because I don't know right. but like for example like anecdotally let me let me just give you an example of myself you know for me reading a book versus watching a film are two very different forms of stimuli I get very different sensations from watching a film than I do reading a book I think that could be because of the the, the ingesting method basically like right you know, but right you, but when you in read you a s- book you have to do more to produce the visuals where all the visuals are done for you on tv right so and that's where you get the difference stimuli as well right exactly exactly and that's what i'm saying is that there is a difference right and that, because of that difference because there's a difference you don't know how maybe your brain reacts to that difference and when you're talking about games now like you're not only um, just watching it, you're not only reading things that you're doing all that at once, but you're also like taking part in it, and that's you know that kind of attributes itself to when people claim that they get lost in their games because they think they're actually doing it. Again, I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to trying to bring the argument in favor of these guys who are saying, "Oh, games are addictive and you're bad," and blah, 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 blah. but you know, the, I, I, I'm not again, I'm not playing it, putting out of the realm of possibility that you know certain things have different effects on the way that you 
act. And it very well could be that some people who are, and I don't say this to be, uh, to try to seem better than others, but like maybe those who are of weaker minds, I guess. I don't know how best to put Just this. Just say it. Weaker I minds. That's that, what that's I'm saying. It. Yeah, because I feel the same way. You know, and, and it's not because like they're bad. It's just that's that's it's just what it is. That's how their brains turn out. Yep. I'm not the smartest guy in the universe because that's how my brain turned out. I can't tell myself to get a higher IQ because I can't. You right. know, it's so a, I'm not I'm making I'm not gonna making a judgment call, but I'm saying that like you you get to a certain point uh, or you come into the world with a certain whatever, and some of that's nature, some of that's nurture. Um, I I like I just want to see this evidence. <laughs> I want to see evidence – actually, I'd rather see evidence against it so that we don't have to sit here and listen to these doctors say shit like, oh, games are addictive without qualifying right. it. Right. It's like games are addictive because I said it and I'm a doctor. Yeah. It's true. I mean I think we can all admit we certainly felt a certain type of, of, of urge, right? Well, I, I would which have is, to say which, that. I'm not saying not. that it's addiction, but you know, like well, – you, it's, it's just an urge. Right. It, well, it's something. It's not nothing. No. I mean, Pete. Like, uh, 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 what do you think? Like, in all your years of playing games, like, like, have you ever have you ever come across an instant where you had to stop playing games cold turkey for whatever reason? Like, you went on a trip and you left your DS at home, for example, and you were like, "Man, I, I, I really wish I was playing it. God, I, I want to raise my Pokemon now." No, That's, funny thing is, I bring, like, when I've had, like, a DS or whatever, and I've brought it on trips, I may have even had one at the time I went on a cruise, and I mm-hmm. think I may have even brought it with me, and I don't think I touched it once, uh-huh. and it's And you're, like, like, fine. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, haven't really, I haven't really spoken much during this discussion, just because, like, Charlie and I have had this, uh, you know, this lengthy discussion on an episode uh-huh. of Game Series Radio, blah, 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 but... I mean, I, I'm still the same mindset I was then. Uh, I'm still the same mindset now that I was then, which is that we both, I, I, I mean, I think he's the same way too. We both hate the term addiction being thrown right. around for things when we know Agreed. people that have actual addictions, addictions. to yeah. dangerous things. So it just bothers us on a, uh, yeah, on a, on a more base Fundamental level. Fundamental level, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I feel the same exact way as you guys do. It's like, that's why I'm saying, like, if you're going to use that word, show me chemical evidence that says that, that, that it fits the medical definition of addiction. You yeah. know? I mean, like, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't kind of, it doesn't lessen how it kind of, like, trivializes, like, addictions that other people go through. But if it's medically defined that way, then I will stop complaining. But until you do that, like, I, like, and I'll say it, like, I ha- I have felt the urges, but it's not like I'm sitting here, like, in the corner, sh- shippering without my Mario. I, I need a mushroom and, and a like, flower and, and, and some red balls, and, yeah, I can't, you know, it's never been like that. Like, Pete, same thing you said. I have my DS with me all the time when I go to work. I come back from work, I get to my hotel room, I go to the gym, I come back, and I'm like, there's no time for me to play games, I gotta go to sleep. And I'm not just like I can't fall, I can't fall asleep unless I like, you know, it, like like question on, on a very connective level, like on a very you know core level, like it it doesn't affect me in that way, and and like I I guess I'm trying to understand how it affects other people in that way, if it really does, or if they just think it's that way, because I, I what were you gonna, I'm sorry Al, you're gonna say something, and I just ran I was gonna over say it. a lot of things. Actually, it's the same thing a whole bunch of times. I was gonna um, say a whole bunch of shit. It's it's I think. Because I was going to say, I, when I was younger and mm. I didn't have any priorities, uh, I would be upset if I wasn't able 
to do what I wanted to do, which when I was younger was mostly play games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was never in a situation where like I pined for games when I was away from them. Like if I went somewhere and I didn't have any kind of portable game or anything like that, and I was doing something boring, it would just mostly be like, "Oh God, this is boring." Not, "Oh man, I wish I was doing this right now." Yeah, it's like it's like this form of entertainment is not as up to par as what I prefer. Or this is not entertainment at all. Right, exactly. And, right. It's and not I would like, damn, I want to be entertained. And all I think about all the time is playing games. And when I'm not playing games, I'm like thinking about playing games. But I think that a lot of people who don't really have the priorities to keep them occupied, they and, and what they do or what is their priority is playing games, they may go through that, but I don't constitute that as addiction. I constitute that as that's what their priorities are. Um, I know this isn't about video games, but with uh, Gary Coleman having passed away this past week, uh, Dennis Harper just passed away. What? Yep. Goodness. Is this another year that a buttload of celebrities are dying before their time? Because Dennis Harper's was how old? Uh, according to the Wikipedia page, he was 74. He could probably could have had another ten years. What did he die of? Ah, uh, it says, and I'm sorry to derail this. I just noticed it. That's all. <laughs> that's um, good. Illness and death on September 30th. News media reported that Hopper had been rushed to the New York hospital for unspecified conditions. Um, blah 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 blah. blah. Is diagn- prostate cancer. Ooh. Ooh. This this diagnosis was on October 29th, and it was advanced. Um, in 2010. It had been reported that his cancer had metastasized, metastasized to his bones. Mm. Oh, wow. As of March 23, Hopper reportedly weighed only 100 pounds and was a- unable to carry on long conversations. Um, so that, yeah, it was, it was, it was the cancer. Yeah. Crazy. So, farewell, rest in peace, and uh, back to the cocaine. Cocaine. Um, I think that when people have more like of a priority like they have work they have a family and they have all these other things that um they have to take care of over games uh that pushes the entertainment back so that you know they're constantly their mind is constantly occupied with the other things that they have to do in life right. and then the lack of playing games if that's what they do obviously cuz like if somebody uh for example I don't know, likes to watch movies. They're a movie buff. And when they're not watching movies, they could also go through the same shit. Like, oh, they're planning to watch movies. Oh, man, I want to see, you know, these movies from this era or something like that, and I'm not watching it now, so I really want to. Or or dudes who, and I say this not jokingly at all, dudes who spend all their time at the strip club. Right. Dudes who, I mean, who are quote-unquote sex addicts. In, I don't think that, that qualifies as sex addicts. It's horny. No, it, it kind of does. Uh, it does. Depending it, on if, you know, according to the, 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 the clinical term, like if it's... David Duchovny, Tiger Woods. need it. David to, Duchovny, Tiger Woods. If they're Tiger dependent Woods. on it to uh, pursue through their daily lives, like, oh, I can't live a day without going to a strip club. David Duchovny and Tiger Woods. <laughs> well, and, no, what I, what I meant was strip club isn't sex, sex addiction. I mean, like, literally... Chasing ass and getting. Oh it. well, yeah. That's. <laughs> I, I think that honestly, um, the uh, like going. If if you were obsessively going to strip clubs, 
it really depends on, I guess, your... Uh, Champagne room. Well, yeah, I mean, you could constantly be, like, paying for these girls with a desire to have sex. Right. But you may not get it because you're doing it the wrong way or you don't have the charisma to do it. But I think that sex addiction is more of an acquired thing. The average guy can't be a sex addict, quote-unquote. I mean, he can be a sex addict and just not get any. (laughs) Which is weird. That's just kind of like counter, uh, like a contradiction. Like, how can you be a sex addict? The last video game I played was Tetris in 1990. And I don't have it no more. But I'm still addicted. Mm-hmm. I play. I I haven't played games in twenty years, but I think David about it all the time. and Tiger Woods yeah. went to a strip club and ate all the thongs. Mm. David, sorry, that was like that South Park uh, cartoon about um sex addicts, and basically it was like when a man makes a whole bunch of money, he becomes a sex addict, and it's like man plus money equals sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because he can get all the tang he won't. So I wonder. Well, technically, it it kind of works that way too. Man plus money with with a gaming habit equals game addict. Because... Man plus money plus drugs equals drug addict. True. If you're Same a thing. drug addict, right? But except drug addiction is more like man plus no money plus drug addiction equals oh, well, drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> equals drug addict because yeah. they, even though they don't have any money, they will do whatever they can. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't, they will like abuse their bodies and it's not like because they want to. That shit is gross! Their body wants to. <laughs> mm. Any, anything else on, on the cocaine? Anything? No. Any other remarks, Pete, before we hit these quick hitters, which won't be news by the time this episode goes up, but uh, might as well since it's there? Not really. I mean, all I can say is I am playing games my whole life, and I turned out fine, except that I steal ROMs. <laughs> which is you turned out, I don't really think any of us turned out fine. We're all messed up in the head. But let's move on to these little um, bits and blots. So, Kitar, Rock Band 3, does that make you want to... Get a guitar now? No, I I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. Is there videos or anything about it yet? No, it just it just no. says um, it was teased in the it, it was, Green, yeah. Day, Green Day Rock Band uh, trailer yeah, demo. And then there's that. a mole there's a mole at Ars Technica that says that there, there will be like a like a um, guitar thing. You know what? I I feel like so this was reported on Wednesday, twenty sixth. Yeah, and let's see if Giant Bomb is back up because I saw a story of it later. I didn't read the story. Oh, it's back up. But I, it, 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 I think they posted it later. Um, Blur review, Prince of Persia. No, Kitar. Let me see. Rock Band Three is a game. Rock Band Three Kitar keyboard. Um, news. Uh, okay, this was posted on the same date, so it's still, it's still the mole story. So it's nothing is confirmed. Yeah, there's nothing new yet. Not and that apparent- anything. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Apparently, oh, apparently there's also going to be a pro mode where you have to uh, do more accurate gestures or accurate techniques on the instrument in order to uh, win. And this mole also says that in order to do that, you would probably need special equipment, like special instruments that uh, apparently Mad Cats is now going to be the official producer of all of these instruments like the guitar and these advanced guitar things for promo right and 
I mean, I would assume that only guitar is necessary for pro mode because pro mode and drum is just expert. I'm torn on this, okay, because on, on the one hand, you have the drums, okay, which are insanely fun. And they are, uh, they are not the same, but they are a, 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 a much closer approximation to, uh, from what I've heard from drummers, to playing drums than playing the rock band guitar is to playing guitar. Yes. The drum trainer, in fact, has taught a few people to learn how to play drums using the drum set from Rock Band. Wait, you said, I just wanted to clarify, you said has taught people how to learn or something like that. You you mean the drum trainer taught people how to play or the drum trainer encouraged people to officially learn? No, I, th- I think I, what I meant to say was that like through the drum trainer, people, uh, at least Brian Crescente said this, unless I misread him was basically like, I did this drum trainer thing, and I tried to bang around on a drum set, and I kind of knew what I was doing. Oh, okay, okay. So then so, the drum you know, trainer like, was somewhat instrumental in getting people to... Nice uh, pun. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, getting people to play the drums Lines. with uh, proficiency. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that, and, and the drums are no less fun for it. Right. On the other hand, I, I'm still, I still have that nagging thing in the back of my brain that's just like... I would rather just learn how to play guitar then if they are going to give us a pro mode. I think the, the the beauty of at least the other instruments, well, I should say specifically the beauty of the guitar and bass and rock band is the same thing as the beauty of Guitar Hero when it first came out in that it's a way to approximate the feeling without having to be a guitarist. Mm-hmm. And once you introduce that more simulation-like element to it, like if they were to say, okay, the next version of NBA 2K, of NBA 2K, NBA 2K12, is going to give you like a glove, okay, and simulate your <laughs> dribbling movements. I, I, and I, I forget about the fact that the, whether or not this is techni- techni- yeah, technically you, possible or not. Throw it out the window. Like, it's like, you know what, at that point, the fantasy of pretending like I'm LeBron James or Kobe or Dwayne Wade or like Glenn Davis or like uh, uh, Pavel Lavrovich, who is not a real player, goes out the window because you are not them anymore. You're not controlling them anymore. Your movements are so approximated to what you're doing that there's no fantasy anymore. And at that point, I really would rather go out and play basketball because I do like basketball. You know, right? So and, and even for people, I mean, I think people who didn't like basketball would not want to play it. Right, so it's exactly. Feeding, right? Like for and example, if they have this pro mode in Rockman Three, and you you're more closely playing a real instrument, for me being a guitarist, why do I want to do that when exactly. I can just, just plug in my guitar? You can just plug in your amp and right. play along with the rest of your friends. Right. As you know, now, I, and I'm not saying they should not do this. Don't get me wrong. I'm right because I'm saying that for my own interests, am I really going to get into it? I don't think so. I I, I don't, but. I'm sorry, go ahead. Again, I steamrolled over you. Oh, it's okay. Uh, I was going to say that there may be a market for this, but it might be really small because it's self-defeating. With something as specific as this, like, it's hard for me to get my mind wrapped around it. Unless it is, because because it was a video game first, it's tough. There there was something for Nintendo. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was a piano tutor. Uh, have you heard mm, of it? It I'm was sh- from like 1991 no, or something. I, Basically, it was a piano. Well, not a piano, a keyboard. Uh, like an AA key. I don't even know if keyboards have AA keys. It might be like a 60 key keyboard. But it had p- 
piano lessons. It was a Nintendo game that you put in and you would connect the piano to the Nintendo port and you would play the piano with lessons, but there were games that you had to play songs and as you hmm. played the song, it would progress more kind of like a Guitar Hero type thing, but this was like a robot and what would happen is when you played the keys, the proper keys on the keyboard, it would extend its head and uh, hit something on the ceiling and it would allow the track to proceed further so that you can move forward. And if you screwed up, it would fall off the track and then you'd have to start over. Now, that is the game after the tutor. But when you put the game before the tutor, it's like, why do I want to use a tutor when I really wanted to play a game? If I wanted to do a tutor, I would really be serious about it and tutor for real instead of tutor a video Tutor, game. tutor. Or it could be possible that if you bring out the tutor first, it's like, oh, this is a this is like a uh, this is learning. I don't want to learn. I just want to. Right. Play I games. think that, and I think that that's why that piano thing for Nintendo wasn't successful. Right. Um, because obviously, if it was successful, it would have had a, at least one other iteration, and it, it didn't. It was just that, and I think it was probably also really expensive for the time. But um, I think for something such as guitar, it's something that is like really just that. I mean, piano is that serious too, where. No one is going to want to play a guitar or a piano or drums. I mean, know, drums is completely different. You can wail on drums, like I think that's you, yeah. I think that's like a, a, a highly cathartic such, thing. Yeah, it's such a unique instrument in that when people see drums, they it's may a just violent go, video game. It's a it's a violent video game. It should right. not be in the hands of children. <laughs> I mean, even like they get addicted to it. It's it's a violent. It now causes people to uh, attack others to oh, I gotta play my drums. <laughs> but um, for for something like a stringed instrument or uh, uh, the, the piano, changing it from a video game to a, a hybrid game tutor sort of defeats the purpose of it being a game because when you really want to put the time and effort into learning the instrument, I think it would be more fruitful to do it on the real instrument. Yeah, and not a and not hybrid. not even not for and and even let's take away that for a second. But you know, you as a guitarist, like, would you really have the same amount of enjoyment trying to? And, and the reason why I ask this, and it's still very possible, that the answer is 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 what I don't expect, because when you're playing a real guitar. It's not treating it as a game, and you don't have a goal except to just play it right. Whereas in the game, at least you can kind of see your results. And you can still, if they put no-fail mode off, you can still fail out of your band if you don't do it the right way. But so, so you being a guitarist, when you reach that level of sophistication, would you rather just say, you know what, fuck it, you guys play the three instruments, and I'll play my guitar because I enjoy playing my guitar more? Or would you be like, you know what, this is still a video game, and I still like video games, only now I get to put my real guitar skills to the test. And see if I can succeed at that. Like what? Like are you are talking you... about Rock Band in its current form, or what I, I Rock guess Band could I guess possibly be in the future. I, I guess in its current form only because we don't know what three is going to bring us. We just know that there's a promo, right? You know. Um. Well, in its current form, the appeal of Rock Band to me what well, was because it's not really the way it was anymore. Because there are lots of songs that I want on Rock Band, but I just don't play the game and I don't. I don't have the urge to play the game anymore right. unless it's in a party environment where it's just fun. Mm -hmm. But um, 
for a personal in my house type of thing i feel excuse me in the more along the lines of the second thing that you said because it's like um yes this is a game and this is me using my skills as a guitarist in a video game environment to get better enjoyment out of it um whereas like i don't know how to play drums but i would play drums in rock band just because uh the uh, feeling I, I, but the drums are so different goodness because it's like okay when i play something like sex type thing and i get a, a feeling of um i, I get a uh, a chemical reaction that gets you addicted to sex type <laughs> what is the freaking word i get this feeling that you know i'm very happy that i'm doing it because it is you know when you play it on expert it is pretty much the it well it is the actual drum line so i feel successful accomplishment. that i am playing a accomplishment. yes accomplished god what the hell is wrong with me we've I been hanging around Pete too much <laughs> i feel <Hey>. accomplished that <laughs> <laughs> he lives um uh i feel accomplished that i am playing a drum track of a song that i really like but at the same okay. time if i was to play the guitar on that i don't feel that same sense of accomplishment but if I was to play it on the real guitar, I would feel that sense of accomplishment. Which is mm -hmm. like when I was uh, in my teens and I was playing uh, Metallica songs. I was I, I feel like if Rock Band had come out when I was 14, 15, 16, it might have been detrimental to mm. my guitar playing. Because what I used to do was I used to pick up my guitar after school. I'd go home, pick up my guitar, plug it into my stereo, and play Metallica album from start to finish and play along with it. Mm -hmm. So that's basically no fail mode because I would <laughs> right. screw up and stuff like that. <laughs> but I would be playing and I would feel so accomplished that I could keep up with an entire Metallica album, which is like 45 minutes to an hour, depending on what album. Four stars. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't get rated on it or anything that you brought that up. But I would feel good that as the weeks went by, I was getting better at actually playing these songs that I once thought were impossible. And I actually, at, you know, when I first started listening to Metallica, I didn't think that that was actually human, physically possible. I thought that it was a studio trick to play mm. that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I studio force. Did. And um, then I realized and I started, you know, this was before YouTube and before internet video in general because, you know, modems were only at 28.8 back then. Uh, Kilobot modems. <laughs> so all I had was, um, like, when I, the, the point in which I really realized that this stuff was real was, like, when I bought a video. I bought the, the Metallica box set and I actually saw them on stage playing. And I was like, Wow, this is real. I could actually possibly do this. And that's what got me into wanting to play the way that my guitar idols played. Now, I can only imagine what would have been different if I, um, you know, if, if there was a rock band kind of guitar hero kind of game when I was about to start playing guitar. Like, would I not know how to play guitar at all? And would I just be like, I'm playing my plastic guitar, blah, 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 and, no, I, I don't have a band, and I don't want to be a musician. Or, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I probably would have been, because I used to play a lot of other instruments, so I probably would have played another instrument. Who knows? So, Pete, I guess, I, as someone who mostly, well, first of all, do you play an instrument? Uh, No. <laughs> 
I play around with instruments. <laughs> but so, I think that that makes you a perfect candidate for this question. Right. So, so, so as one who plays around with instruments and, and who is traditionally, as, as, as you have put it, you're like, yeah, I usually play on medium. Is that, is that still true? Mostly just on uh, medium? No, I play, I play mostly hard. I mean, oh, guitar, hard, hard. Okay. I mean, yeah. Right. So as someone who, you know, who, who plays on that level, but isn't just like, it doesn't feel the need to be like, I need to play on expert or whatever. Like, Something like this, would you be keen on something like this? And I, I, I don't, I didn't mean to put like kind of a, a negative inflection in that question. It's just, it's just a question. I'm just, um, I mean, we're talking about the pro mode, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pro mode. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting and stuff. It's cool, but like, obviously, I don't think I'll ever be able to use it. Um, cause I would never excel to that level anyway. Oh, it depends on, okay. It, from what I, I was, because I was looking around for stuff to read while you guys were talking and stuff, trying to find out about this guitar thing and yep. and the pro mode, and it says on where I don't know, if, were you looking at the Ars Technica one? Or no, I was just we looking at a reference one. to it from one the of... Ars Technica one. Just kind of states that it it's it doesn't really say if it's going to be harder. It's just going to use, I guess, a different kind of controller, um, right? So it's something it, that simulates uh, the real movements more. Yeah. So does that mean like? If if it just means it's a different controller, but there's then separate out, se- separated out like difficulties, like if you could use that pro mode, but like a training, like I think that look. it would have to be like that because of the accessibility. So basically, we like pro mode easy. So you're doing the movements, yeah. but you're not doing much of it. So you're yeah, getting see, that, used to how to- a real guitar I would, feels. I would totally be into that. If it's just pro mode, you better know how to fucking play. Then obviously <laughs> expert plus on uh, uh, guitar hero Metallica. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, yeah, if it has a training thing for the promo, then I'm totally into that. And the guitar, actually, I would be into because um, I don't know, I like guitars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we 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 have very little time left, so I'm yeah. good at that. All right, uh, running out of breath. I'm hungry. His recording's about to explode. So I got a pee and. Al's got a piss, which sucks. Save for, I was Al, gonna... save for Al first, because I gotta get something ready. Uh, when, you, Al... when you close out, save for yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Then, um, um, Pete, where do you live? Oh fuck the the thing I was gonna pl- the song I wanted to play went away anyway. The thing Aww. I recorded earlier. Yeah. And save it. My bad. Aww. Um. I live on YouTube.com/slash/Riven, Facebook.com/slash/Riven, Twitter.com/slash/Riven, uh, iPhone. I live on my iPhone. iPhone.com/slash/Riven. Riven.com slash iPhone. Al, <laughs> where does your piss not live? I mean, where do you uh, live? XLM2K.blogspot.com. XLM2K.blogspot.com. Uh, we have Twitter.com slash D as in dog, red mage. Uh, Facebook, screw that. And RocaFuerteMusica.com is my uh, band's website. That's it. I think. Uh, shark versus octopus.com. Www.shark versus octopus.com. No, no. DrFishyMans.com. <laughs> I messed that up. Um, and of course, visit the site. I trygames.net. 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 Send email to web. No. Mailbag. Mailbag at trygames.net. God. For Al. <laughs> huh? For Al. Oh, please. For Pete. Oh, wait. Uh, uh. This is a different song. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> <Bonnie McQueen and stuff. laughs>
That was about a kid at GameStop asking about the Cars game. And I'm yeah, out. that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what you said, but the note that you held was fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, I think oh you God, we're done. I'm being your host, Austin, and we're gone. Oh, my goodness. Now I kick him in the face.